I think I'll head off to Hammond and see if they still need help tracking down that varmint or whatever it is that's been causing a ruckus over there. Nice town. Haven't been out that way too often. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadrial. Oh, you're here about the horse bear. The horse, ho bear. horse bear? I think that I actually witnessed an attack from the horse bear not too long ago. Does seem a little suspicious that after she showed up all interested in the horse bear, that's when these attacks started. Whatever this creature is, it uh came last night and took out one of my cows. What kind of injuries did this poor creature sustain? It actually almost looks as if a human has taken a bite out of this cow. I think I think it's time to uh, come face to face with the door again. You happen to glance over at the bed and you see a uh, very slim notebook tucked underneath the mattress. You open it up and there are some detailed notes uh, about human anatomy and... Um, I mean, why don't we just, you know, watch her and see what she does at night? Uh, you guys arrive back at the inn. Um, you see the innkeeper, uh, who looks just a little bit confused, and he's holding a set of keys in his hand. She left in a rush. I don't even think she took all her stuff. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. And with me, we have the rest of the Lost Legends. I'm Lena, a.k.a. Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I am John, I go by Clover My Online, and today I'm playing Claudius Logan. Let's jump back in. When we last left off, everybody had just left the Pewter Arm Inn and search of Bel Saray, who seemingly has skipped town. Uh, Clytus dashes to the horses. <laughs> Finnegan runs to Pony. <laughs> stallion. Oh, Cappuccino Stallion. Stallion, Stallion and Princess. Stallion, that's right. Let's get a wits roll from Clytus to see if you can figure out which way that she went. Ooh, I got fives. All right, so you are able to tell uh, from the recent horse, foot pr or horse prints that are on the ground uh, exactly which way the most recent horse leaving town has went. Um, everybody give me a physique roll to see how well you're able to maneuver your animals. Uh, Clytus, I'm going to give you plus one for uh, the stunt that you took. The Wrangler stunt. That's eight now, right? Um, yep. Uh, Finn, you're going to have a negative one penalty for riding a pony. <sighs> Stallion, why are you Force. failing me? Well, I got nothing. Well, I got fours. Okay, so uh, Finn and Clytus take off at a gallop. Uh, Clytus leading the way with Finn close behind. Bella, you seem to have a little bit of trouble adjusting Princess and getting her away from a small patch of grass that she's been munching on. 
Um, and so you just kind of have this really false start as Clytus and Finn get further and further away. And Princess definitely snorts at you every time you try to get her going. Oh yeah, they're they're like halfway down the road, and I haven't even gotten into the saddle yet. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Wait, isn't that what happened see. in the fire episode too? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Except Bella Except was the one in the, front um, that time. It was also the constable that couldn't keep up as well. Oh yeah, Constable Dahlia, the the character that almost wasn't. <laughs> Well, Dahlia had a great name. That was a good name. (laughs) No, you made fun of the Plenzer name. Don't you you try and rewrite history. (laughs) You were not happy about the Plenzer name. Bella, catch up with us when you get the chance. So we're going to make this into an extended contest. Um, Go ahead and give me another set of wits rolls. Or not wits rolls, physique rolls. Um, Same modifiers as before. Clytus has his predatory smile plastered all over his face. He's beaming like a kid in a candy shop. Finnegan starts... I got twos. Finnegan will start to feel a little bit tired for Stallion. And I got fours and a nudge. (laughs) I got threes. Okay, uh, so Finnegan manages to start catching back up with um, Clytus uh, as Bella gets back on the trail, gets the horse uh, princess away from the piece of um, little patch of vegetation that she was munching on, still lagging quite a bit behind. Clytus and Finn, you start to notice a dust trail in the distance, but it's still quite a ways off. Let's do another uh, with another physique roll. How I love physique rolls. Nothing in a nudge. <laughs> I'm Fours and three nudges. Oh, if I were playing craps, I'd be like, I've got fours again. Okay, so, uh, Clytus, looking behind you, you notice that Bella and Princess are lagging far behind, and knowing the kind of attitude that Princess has, uh, you put two fingers in your mouth, and you let out a very high-pitched, loud, shrill whistle that cuts through the air, and it, uh, keys in, and Princess turns her head and starts to run a little bit faster. Uh, another wits roll as you guys get closer and closer to this dust cloud, and then, Bella, you're gonna get plus two for uh, Clytus trying to help uh, bring it Princess was physique to or wits? Or physique. I keep wanting to say wits. This is the third time I've wanted to say wits. Uh, just a quick retcon. Uh, Clytus isn't one of those two-finger whistlers. He's a four-finger whistler. No hands is riding full speed ahead. Uh, twos and two nudges. I've got nothing but a nudge that time. Threes and two nudges. Uh, Try as you guys might, uh, it seems as though the dust cloud moves just a little bit further in the distance, um, and then everybody falls back a little bit to try and stay as a group as uh, Bella and Finn start to fall behind. Clytus, you feel like you're kind of, one, you don't want to lose your horses just in case, but like the cohesiveness of the group seems to be more pressing than catching up with this person in the, the heat of the moment. Oh, that's as, not uh, true. Clytus is like, I'm on the trail. I've got this. So maybe I'm yeah, falling but, behind, but but Clytus is not worried about the horses right now. You're at least still falling a little bit behind. Yeah, that's uh, fine. We're going to do one more, see how this turns out. Back to three. 
Yep. Okay. Oh, fives. Bella actually cares now. She's <laughs> she's interested now. Before she wasn't even trying. That's right in the middle with threes for me. Fives in a nudge. Oh, you can run, but you can't get away. Okay, so uh, Bella, you pull up next to Finn, and you two are kind of neck and neck as you follow behind Clytus, who is leading the charge up in front. And as you get closer to this dust cloud, you see that the horse, uh, horse in front of you, you can start to make the shape out, seems to be starting to tire and slow down a little bit. Uh, but that's when you notice off to your right, another dust cloud heading straight for um, where Bell would be going. It seems as though this one's also starting to intercept. So, okay, so it's, it is a horse that we're right behind. Yes. It's not a horse bear. No, you're, you're definitely following the trail of the horse. Clytus knew that just from the shape of the tracks when he set out in, in the beginning. They're absolutely different than the tracks that he found out at the farm. Coolio. Which had absolutely no equine characteristics whatsoever. So, I'm sorry, I missed the first part. Uh, how far are we now? Um, Clytus, you're really catching up, uh, to the point where you see a good outline and shape, and it seems as though, uh, Bell's horse is starting to tire, but you notice off to the right that there is another dust cloud coming up fast on you that seems to be heading to intercept both the group and Bell. What in the roasts? I'm, I'm still pursuing Bell. Okay. Uh, it's another 10, 15 minutes of hard chase, uh, by the time that you guys catch up. Now, now, real quick, if if we are doing the catch up, Clytus is getting the lasso ready, and he's going to try to lasso her off the horse as soon as he's within distance. Okay. Um, as you get to the distance where you feel like you might be able to attempt this, that other dust cloud kind of uh, appears into a shape of a lone man who's riding a horse. Um, he's got a duster on and a big old hat, and he is riding furiously with a look of consternation on his face. Um, and so as soon as you get to a comfortable distance to where you might be able to possibly try and lasso her off the horse, you notice that this other figure has a gun in his hand. How far behind are Finn and uh, Bella? Um, I'd say they're 20 to 30 paces. So they're not... Not exactly a tight-knit group, like this would be a terrible cavalry charge, but... Like there, there wouldn't be much of a time delay were you to stop or make do the see, chase stop. Or are they in range to cover me? As do we do we at. see the man with the gun? Yeah, ev everybody sees them. Um, go ahead and give me a wits roll to see if you notice the gun. Um, Clytus, since he's got the bounty hunter and the wrangler, and this is like his p profession. I don't need him to roll to see it. Uh, choosing a nudge. I've got nothing. Yeah, you definitely see the gun. Cover me, and uh, he's gonna go for the lasso. Eyes okay, on go the ahead prize. And add two. Uh, no, just one. Uh, quick draw wouldn't really uh, help here, but you are going to not take any disadvantage because of your wrangler. So, so seven. Eight dice. Oh, eight again. All right, bounty hunter. Oh no! Only threes and a nudge. 
Bell's only got three dice. So um, you throw this lasso and it strikes true and you just yank her off the horse and she comes to a tumbling halt, rolling through the dust. Her uh, her riding hat that she was wearing goes flying off into the distance. Her hair gets all messed up. Um, and that's when the stranger on the horse pulls up next to you, uh, Belle and Finn right behind him. Um, I assume that Belle and Finn, you are pulling guns on this man. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm less concerned about pulling my gun. I am more concerned about as soon as I'm in range, I'm going to just slam on his emotions. Uh, what are you trying to riot? Um, if there's any anxiety that he's feeling, I'm going to slam on that. Okay, that's going to be a pretty tough sell. So give me a uh, rioting roll and it's going to have to be at least fours. Okay. She want to be careful it doesn't backfire and he gets so scared he shoots us. Um, that was fours. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a uh, negative one penalty for any social role he has going into this. Um, this man is going to uh, level his gun at Clytus and in a very uh, stern and commanding voice, which is a little, uh, a little mismatch with his accent, he says, Now stop right there and let me know what the hell you think you're doing chasing this young lady. Clytus, in response, is going to maneuver his horse to basic and try and pull her up on the saddle and use her as a meat shield. Um, okay, as you're doing that, she's going to scream out and say, They've been chasing me! I don't know what they want, but please, you've got to help me! They're... they're crazy! I'm gonna say this once, and once only. Let the girl go! Actually, good sir, um... My my name is Finnegan, nice to meet you, how are you doing? Um... Lower your gun right now, or I'm gonna lower it for you. Oh, you wouldn't want to do that, lad. Uh, he pulls the hammer back on his revolver. Am I close enough to bend his gun? No, you're you're a good, like, 10, 15 paces away. Now we've got our arms... We've got our arms trained on you, sir. We don't mean any harm. The girl has some information about a... About a... A, a potential monster that's been terrorizing the village of Hammond. And while Finn and him are talking, Clytus is going to just have his horse slowly saunter around the other way so that he can't get the gun pointed at both of us. Uh, Finn, go ahead and give me a physique roll minus two. Well, we got fives and two notches, my friend. Okay, the um, the gun in your hand uh, shakes as the rapport of a gunshot rings out, but you're able to hold on to it from just just barely able to hold on to it. And you notice that now he's no longer pointing the gun at your uh, shotgun, but instead is pointing it directly at you. I'm going to say this one more time. Lower your weapon if you want to talk, because the next shot won't be so well aimed for your gun. Gentlemen, let's talk about this like civilized folks and put the guns down. He's he's going to keep his gun trained and right at Finn unless Finn lowers his gun. Finn will, Finn will keep his shotgun. He won't lower it, but he'll put it over his shoulder. Clytus. I mean, that basically sounds, amounts to the same thing. I don't think Clytus has his gun out. Oh, okay. No, but he does have quick draw. He This guy is going to then slide his uh, aim 
from Finn to Clytus. Now you better tell me what the hell is going on right now, because I've been following y'all chasing this woman for about three miles now, and I gotta tell you, it's not looking good. Sir, have you come from the town of Hammond? Not recently, but that was actually where I was headed. Heard they got a problem with some varmints or something. Or something is more like. Well, you could call us the hunters of said varmints. Alright, this this is a person, not an animal. So you've still failed to answer my question. You tell me why you are chasing down young women on the trail and pulling them off their horse like they're some sort of outlaw. That's what happens to outlaws, you see. And just who in the Russ are you, Mr. Uh, Mist Born and Shine and Mist Cloak here? I am a lawkeeper from this part of town. Well, this part of the Ruffs. And I'm going to need to know exactly what the hell is going on. You've still failed to tell me that. This woman, we have reason to believe, knows something about the so-called varmint. And we merely wanted to question her, but then she started to run. Now, tell me, lawkeeper, doesn't that sound like something that a guilty person would do? Well, if I was being chased and questioned... The running started first before the chasing. All right, well, if I had a coloss-blooded man, no offense, sir, who was interested in questioning me about the whereabouts of an animal, I would certainly be apprehensive about that situation. Well, you're also completely wrong on the fact that the coloss-blooded man is the most dangerous of us. Um, he is just going to shoot you a look, but still not say anything. Now, if you don't give me some answers on why it is that you think that she is an outlaw just because she ran, I'm going to have no choice but to force you to release her. Uh, at that moment, Kaleidas quick draws and tries to pull the same thing that he pulled on Finn and just shoot the gun out of his hand. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll. I don't think that your Colossus blood is going to add for this, though. So just the quick draw. While he's rolling, uh, is um, Bell's horse anywhere nearby? Uh, you're about five to ten paces apart. Do I Reason see? A nudge. Do I see the book that she's been trying to hide from everyone? Um, give me a wits roll. Uh, he got fours in a nudge. Well, uh, that's fives in a nudge. Um, you look and you see what looks to be a small volume um, in her bag, but you can't really tell what kind of book it would be. Um, Clytus, you managed to do the same thing that he did where you shoot and it hits the gun, uh, but just like before, he's able to hold on to it. And he is going to take a shot back at you. While they're fighting, I'm going to go for the book. Okay, he didn't get anything, so you're able to knock his aim off. And the shot goes wild as he tries to fire back. Um, I'm going to need some quick de-escalation or this is not going to go well. I'm going to put myself between them. I'm going for the book. (laughs) Wait, how is that happening? Because I had circled around, so he was in between um, me and Finn and Bella. Um, That would definitely make it harder for Bella to get between you and for... Finn to go after the book. Yeah, my plan was to make it so he had to choose to go after one of us, but the others then would have a free shot. 
Yeah, he, he's got his gun trained on you, but if they don't take that opportunity, then that's on them. Right, so I'm, I'm just explaining for them. Yeah, I'm just going to kick my horse and try to wedge my way in between the two of them. I'll just... And just hope that he doesn't shoot me. Oh, good lord, I'll bear hug the man. Uh, give me a physique roll. I'll, I'll do some charges for this one. Uh, nope. I'm doing a physique roll for you to maneuver your horse around. You're gonna have to catch up to him before you're able to attempt the... Oh, gotcha. The bear hug. Gotcha. Uh, that is fours and two nudges. He got fives and a nudge again. He's got pretty good physique. Um, so he's going to look between Clytus and see that you're, um, trying to come up behind him. He's going to kick his horse and start galloping as fast as he can back towards, uh, Hammond's Hamlet. So he's running? Yeah. <laughs> I have a good one. Uh, how come I feel like this is going to bite us in the butt later? I don't really see what he can do too much about it. I don't see we've broken too many laws here. We were hired by the mayor. Uh, we have a suspicious character in custody. And uh, Anyway, let's see what is in this book that's been so carefully hidden. Uh, much to Belle's protestations, you open up her satchel and you pull out the same book that you found in her room. So, uh, Miss Saray, do you uh, care to tell us what exactly this is about, I must say. I'm quite confused by it myself. I don't believe I have to tell you anything. You've just kidnapped me, shot at a lawkeeper, and are stealing my things. Stealing is a harsh word. We are having a look-see, as we were hired to do. Investigate suspicious activity. I believe you were hired to take care of the the animal that's been killing things. I am neither an animal nor have I killed anything. Miss Ray, I believe also that the attack started up shortly after you appeared in town. Not to mention, we have reason to believe you are hiding information from us. Or haven't been completely truthful with us at the very least. And that gives you leave to chase me out of town, pull me off my horse, and rummage through my things? Well, ma'am, we could have very easily just talked to you like civilized folks, but then you decided to run. <laughs> Welcome to the roughs, Miss Ray. We didn't necessarily chase you out of town. You were running before the chase started. See, cause and effect kind of thing. You ran, so Cause therefore, and effect. a chase happened. I left town because for my own reasons. You have absolutely no reason to believe that anything that I have done since we left company is, or since we left your company, has to do with you. So why you have just so why you, unabashedly tried to kidnap me and take my things from me? So why, if if you were so interested in the horse bear and finding out all the information about him, why did you leave town in such a hurry? I don't see how that's any of your business, considering that you just pulled me off my horse and tried to steal my things. What can I say? I've always been good at offending sensibilities, as you said. Seems to me that perhaps you were off to get rid of some evidence, seeing as uh, maybe it's your beast that's the one causing all the trouble. 
And what makes you think that's the case? What possible evidence could you have against me? How about your diagrams talking about dissecting peoples? Well, any scholar might have an anatomy book on them. Except this anatomy book doesn't match anything that's in the library, anything of scholarly anything of any other scholarly pursuits. From what from what I looked up at the library, there is nothing else like this book that you have in your possession. Well, that's because this is my book and not the library's book. If it was the library's book, I would have left it with the library before leaving town. Speaking of the library's book, there was a book missing from the library. Care to tell me more about that? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, please, I saw you hide a book when we were in the library with you earlier, and it was gone just before you left town. I want to see if she's lying. Uh, yeah, go ahead and do plus one for uh, the profile you've made of her. Threes. Uh, you suspect that she's being dishonest, but you can't quite figure out how. All right, darling. So, this is the shape of things. We start looking into you, and then you see fit to run like a guilty person, mind you. What I would suggest is you tell us why we should believe that you're innocent, or else you might have to face some rough justice, as it were. Uh, give me a charm roll, and add plus one for your skillful manipulator. And how about plus one for being hot, tied up at the hands of a coloss blooded? Yeah, you can add another one for that. <laughs> Alrighty. Don't mind if I do. Ooh, that is fives all the way down. Alright, her spirit is pretty good. Uh, fours and a nudge. So, um, she's going to look at you. And she is just going to close her lips and stay silent, but I'm going to knock her willpower down a point for that. You see, I've never seen anything like this book before, and I would say that I've read some books in my time. This doesn't seem like something that a human being has written. She looks very confused when you say that. Uh, am I right about that? Like, when we read it, it just seemed really, really bizarre for a person to be writing stuff like this? It it more or less seemed as though there you couldn't understand the reason for the note-taking and for the the particular places that it had notes on. Like, it wasn't like, oh, well, you would make this incision if they have a swelling that you're trying to bring down or anything like that. It was specifically saying, you know, if if this is a point of interest, it could lead to um, future gains and things like that. But I, I wouldn't say that there's necessarily any reason to believe that it would be written by somebody other than a, a human. Okay. Uh, possibly a human that's not exactly in their right mind, but... Um, like, there's nothing overtly uh, alien about it. Okay, in, in that case, I might kind of edit yeah, what I said. Um, this doesn't seem to be the sort of thing that anybody in their right mind might be writing. 
And is there anything illegal about having an interest in anatomy? Depends on whether that crosses into practical application. Well, in that case, I'm sure that you have some sort of evidence to accuse me of that, don't you? Ever tried, uh, beef? Or should I say cattle? I don't see how that applies to me being some sort of slasher. Well, Darwin, there's also the little fact about you definitely were lying to me in our earlier conversation when you told me that the beast was quadrupedal. It was bipedal to the best of our abilities, and we have a fairly qualified tracker on our hands, as you can most likely tell. Well, go ahead and just throw a lasso around me and pull me off my horse for not seeing well in the dark. Well, darling, we would have talked to you civilized like, but you didn't exactly give us that option, did you? I say we take her back to the mayor. Let's show him her little book there and See if they have a dentist on hand that could match her teeth to those wounds we found made by human teeth. I think talking to the mayor is a great idea. Finn, you want to gather her horse? Uh, It's a much easier ride on the way back. Um, You're not riding hard. There's no reason to hurry. Stallion Uh, is thankful. Unless you guys want to hurry. Clytus doesn't. Bella, Finn? Nah. Nah. Okay, so there is a nice leisurely ride back, uh, a kind of a tense silence as uh, Belle keeps obstinately quiet, and um, every once in a while on a certain bump will kind of voice her displeasure at the treatment, um, just with an odd grunt or a uh, let out a little bit of pain, uh, squeal of pain. But for the most part, it's a quiet ride. Um, as you make it back into the town, it's starting to grow a little bit late. Um, dusk is setting, and in the sky, uh, the first rays of the sunset are starting to turn a crimson and an orange. But as you get close to the town, you notice that there is a large group of horses being assembled and men mounting up on these horses. I told you this was going to bite us in the butt, Clytus. Well, hello, gentlemen. Nice of you to roll out the red carpet for us. Uh, at the front of the group of horses, you see that same lawkeeper that uh, interrupted you earlier, and he's riding or sitting in the saddle next to the mayor, and he points you out and then gives a nod to the mayor. Howdy, mayor. How are you doing this fine evening? What in the blazes is going on here? I, you, you've attacked Miss Saray. You shot at a lawkeeper. Well, technically, he shot at us first. Hold on here, sir. We have apprehended a suspect in an investigation, and we have duly an investigation. I I hired gentlemen who claimed to be a lawman, but who gave no indication of not being some sort of uh, what's what's that word, Bella, for someone who's an assistant to a crime. An assistant to an accomplice. Accomplice. Thank you, Mr. Bowman. For all we know, this man here is some sort of accomplice coming out of nowhere, shooting at us, claiming to be a lawman, but presenting no lawful badge, uh, interfering with our investigation. 
uh, he is a very well-respected lawman in these parts. What crime are you referring to? Because I hired you to hunt down an animal. Well, as you see, sir, this animal had human teeth marks. Miss Ray here has quite the very suspicious and, uh, shall we say, macabre-looking book about potential dissections of people. It seems to us that the moment that uh, we wanted to talk to her for more info, she goes running off. I, I believe, seeing as the attacks didn't start until after she had come to town, that adds up to some suspicion. Now, if, if you would prefer that we let the only lead that's uh, shown up so far go, well, we can accommodate that, but you hired us to do a job, and we're doing the job. I believe that the job I hired you to do was to kill the animal that was attacking our livestock. Are you suggesting that Mr. Ray here is the animal? We're suggesting that she's involved. What? Let, let's back up here. What have you done to find this animal? Did you, did you believe that she was leading you to a false trail and that's why you did? Did you investigate the lair? Did, did we? Yeah, we did, didn't we? We didn't mm -hmm. go in. Oh. Well, Mr. Mayor, we returned to town to get some torches to investigate the cave, as it looked mighty dark in there. And when we returned and had finished our business in town, we intended to go back after asking Miss Ray some questions. However, we discovered, rather alarmingly, that she had fled the town. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm failing to see how uh, that would be alarming. Miss Ray is free to come and go from the town as she pleases. Show him the book. Finn will toss it to him. Not using his full strength. Uh, he He's going to flip through it um, and kind of, he gets like a weird look on his face. You're going to have to connect the dots for me here. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, neither do we. And the the thing is, Mr. Ray had such a fascination with the horse bear and such a weird proclivity for something that seems to be almost unnatural that the fact that she seemed to be running rather than finding the horse bear herself indicated some some form of suspicion, you know what I mean? We're, we're worried that she's trying to break, take her notes into actual dissection of animals and then people. Where, how does this get us closer to solving our problem? I hired you to kill this animal, and from all appearances, it appears that you're not trying to kill this animal anymore. You're just chasing off one of the few scholarly tourists we have left in our town. And then you shoot at a beloved lawmaker who tries to stop you from treating one of the, our guests that way. Technically, okay, let's just back first. this up. That's, that's... Let's back this up a little bit. Gentlemen, Mayor, would you happen to know of any beast that has human teeth? Well, I, I can't say that I would, but you, you aren't suggesting that Miss Bell here is the animal, from what I understand. Is that correct? Well, she is the Sir, only one that's we seen don't it. know yet. You asked us to hunt. We are hunting with the only lead that we have so far. Again, we reiterate, would you prefer that we let our only lead run away off into the sunset, or would you prefer that we do our job? Well, I, I don't understand how you're saying that she is the only lead. 
she is she's given you all the information that she has as far as I know, and then you did not investigate the lair. We were planning on investigating the lair, but our worry was we investigate the lair and find that all things point to our suspect having fled the scene. Let's go do that right now. I, I don't think you... I, I, I don't understand what you were thinking. I tired of this conversation. If you want us to let her go, fine, let her go. And Clytus just basically unties her and then drops her well, off you, the horse. You've, just, you've given me a, a trail of circumstantial evidence here, but you have not, you've not made any accusation. Clytus just leaves to go get the torches. Finnegan's going to go into this kind of long tirade about the horrors of city living and the things he's seen, and it just makes you believe anything. Mr. Mayor, sir. You have to, you have I to just, leave no stone you, unturned. You're going to have to tell me no stone what unturned, it is you sir. think. Would, except for the stones that would lead to the monster. The, the animal. No the thing stone that I hired unturned, you to sir. And Finnegan will go with Clytus. Bella sighs very heavily and just says, Man, they are so emotional. <laughs> All right, so we go to the lair. Okay, uh, what's your plan when you get there? Pick up go your torches and pitchforks. All right, so you make it to the lair. Um, as it's starting to turn night, uh, you turn the um, you light your torches and you step inside. And as you get in, um, you're noticing some very strange things inside of this lair. Um, there are some weird scratches on the wall, and as you go up to examine them, um, you notice that they are the same thing as with the, um, cow that you examined. Um, roughly human-sized, uh, for a hand, but deep scratches in the wall, um, that would not be able to be done by a regular human, per, uh, human, uh, human nails, human strength. Um, you wouldn't even suspect that somebody with hemorrhagic, or not, uh, hemorrhagic, but ferrochemical strength would be able to pull over something like that. Um, go ahead and give me a wits roll, everybody. Twos. Nothing and a nudge. Ones and a nudge. Um, Clytus, as you get towards the back of the cave, um, where there's a little bit more of softer dirt, you notice that there are some scratches there um, that, if looked at from the right light, could resemble some sort of rudimentary picture. Hey, Bella, there's a picture. Well, good for you, darling. Since it's not words, you can certainly understand it, right? Clytus very slowly turns to her, head pointed distinctly down with a very droll look on his face. You know what? I think we should chisel this <laughs> out and just put it on a fridge for you. Um, as you look a little bit closer, you can't quite tell exactly what it's supposed to represent. Um, you see one shape that could be um, a man on all fours, uh, or it could be some sort of animal, um, but uh, another shape not too far away that looks like it could be a house, 
But if you go from another angle, it also seems as though it could just be random, um, random etchings into the sand that just happen to look like these shapes. Does it share any characteristics with a building we've seen in Hammond? No, it's too much. Uh, uh, it's too abstract to be able to make any details out of it. Gotcha. I, it's almost like looking at a Rorschach test. Ah, uh, so our monster's a Picasso. Got it. <laughs> Clytus gets his gun ready just in case. Okay. Um, what's your plan of action from this point out? Just slowly scan or look for tracks, and uh, keep an ear out for a beast. Um, there are plenty of tracks inside of the cave, but it seems more as if it's the animal that's been pacing and less as though it's um, like recent or anything like that. Like you'd, you'd expect it to be be there because obviously it's obvious that this cave is the creature's lair. Is there any kind of like specific resting place that the creature would sleep in? Um, towards the back near where those... Um, those etchings in the sand were, uh, you see an obvious depression where something has been laying. Yeah, I still suspect that uh, with the human teeth, we've got our our Miss Ray there is involved. I'm thinking we camp the night, but with the expectation, probably nothing's showing. We go find ourselves some coyote or something to kill and turn that in. What's the approximate size of the indentation where the creature has theoretically been laying? Uh, a little bit bigger than Clytus. Okay. So, <laughs> probably not Miss Ray. Um, do I notice any... Uh, would it have left anything behind? Like any hairs or anything like that? Uh, give me a wits roll. Um, that is fours and a nudge. You uh, do find sort of near the entrance of the cave as you're going out and you're examining the outside of it. Um, there is a thicket with some thorns uh, and you just happen to see there is a lock of um, medium length black hair caught in the thicket. Does this match the hair of Miss Saray? Uh, it's hard to tell, um, because I don't remember how I described her hair. <laughs> Did I describe her hair? Does the books describe her hair? I don't remember. I do not recall. And I've listened to it three times now. <laughs> um, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, I will bring this over to the boys and show them what I found and try to recall if I have seen anybody with similar looking hair in town. Clytus sets up the stake out and wait for the beast to come back. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and not say that this is a roll. Um, it looks as though it could match somebody who has black hair, but as far as you're aware, you can't, like, without having people around to compare it with, you don't, uh, don't have a good idea who it might be. Okay. Yeah, Gladys is just prepared to stay the night and wait for the thing to come back. If it does, uh, gun trained on the entrance. And Finn, how about you? Finnegan's going to take Clytus's lead because he's he's more uh, he's more adept at this tracking and hunting kind of thing. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys wait there for a couple of hours. Um, as you, uh, just start to think that it might be a lost cause, uh, you hear some scrabbling outside, um, and like some low whining and hissing. And, uh, in the front of the cave, uh, do you guys have the torches up still? Yes. Okay. In the, um, flickering light of the cave, you see a very skittish looking, um, looking deformed beast. Uh, start to like peek its head in towards the rest of the cave. Um, you notice that it has vaguely human features that have been distorted. The ears are very pointy. The nose has gone more flat and shoved into the back of the skull, leaving long slits. Um, its hands have extended into long, sharp claws. Uh, it is entirely naked and it has medium length uh, brown hair. The eyes are more, uh, are more sharp. Uh, pointed, very predatory, um, as it's glancing back and forth, a little bit uneasy towards the light that's inside of the cave. Do you speak? Uh, it snaps its head towards you, Clytus, and takes a step backwards. Wait a minute, Mr. Bowman. Shall we shoot it or see if it's intelligent? Well, I mean, I'd hate to hurt anything intelligent. At least, at least not before it attacks me first. Am I close enough to riot it? Um, yeah, you've got, uh, we're, we're, this isn't a very big cave, and so you've got enough room there that you can riot it. Okay. I might just start gently rioting its sense of curiosity. Go ahead and give me a rioting roll, but since you're doing it gently, I'm going to make it a negative one. Okay. That was fives. Okay, so as you start to riot it very gently at first, um, you see that its head kind of tilts in the side in a more um, intelligent gesture than you've seen it before, other than when it started to track Clytus after he spoke. And its eyes kind of flicks back and forth from the light of the torches to each of your faces, uh, and it takes another hesitant step forward this time. Um, I'm going to just hold my hands up. And a little bit more gently say, Hello there, darling, do you speak? Uh, it's going to snap its eyes over to you, and its head is still going to be um, put to the side as it looks towards you inquisitively, but it does not give a response and it doesn't step forward anymore. You know, this thing really doesn't look like a bear or a horse. wonder where they came up with the name. Naked freak of nature is more like... Does it, is there anything indicating that it might have, like, once been human, or does it have any, like, defining characteristics that can help us determine what it actually is? Uh, it definitely has human-esque shapes, and you can kind of see that now that it's starting to settle back on its haunches to study you further, um, that it, um, almost sits in a way that you might see a human sit with the knees up to the chest sitting on their behind. Um, everybody give me a wits roll. Yes. Threes and two nudges. Fours. I just got two nudges, so I'm going to re-roll. Nothing. Uh, Bella and Finn, you both noticed the glint of something metal in one of the ears, approximately where you would expect a piercing to be. I'm going to take out one of my earrings and give it to him and see see what happens. 
Uh, describe how you're giving it to it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take my earring out, kind of show him what I've got here, and I'll lightly toss it like right in front of his feet. Bella, are you still riding? Um, yeah, I think that by this point I might have eased off on the curiosity and like started to edge it into trust. Okay. Um, I'm also gonna say that you're down to about one charge left. Yeah, from that's fair. The use earlier. Um, go ahead and give me another riding roll. Okay. Still with the minus one? Uh, nope. Okay. Ooh, fives and a nudge. Okay, um, Finn, you kind of throw it in front of it, and it looks curiously down, and then you see, uh, its hand kind of reach forward and scratch at it a little bit, but beyond that, you don't see any sort of recognition or any, any hint of more sapience than it's shown so far. Hmm. Interesting. Clytus is gonna slowly approach and try to pet it. Um, give me a charm roll. And do I get any plus for a wrangler for it being half beast? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give that to you. Fives and a nudge. And then what I'm going to do is have it give a spirit roll, and I'm going to give it a plus two for your success. Uh, so it got fives. And so um, with, the, with the help of the rioting and with the very calm and gentle demeanor that you're uh, putting out, uh, having worked with many animals, you get closer and closer and closer to it. And... Um, do you want to take over description at all? Uh, just hands out, and he's just like, easy, easy, as he creeps closer, and then just kind of um, gently puts his hand very slowly, rests it a bit on the neck, and then, you know, gives a few very slow, soft strokes. Uh, it kind of uh, looks, its eyes go wide at the first touch, and you see it tense up. And then as the um, touch is more soft and very gentle, uh, it relaxes into it and uh, it seems to respond favorably to that. And all of the tenseness leaves it and there's no more hint of distrust in its eye. I'm going to kind of like gently whisper to Clytus, hey, is that, a, that an earring in its ear? Is that, what, what does that look like to you? Should I do another wits roll or... Uh, you can pretty easily see from this distance that it is an earring. Like you, as you're um, gently stroking its head, you brush some hair out of the way, and you can see a, a distinctly human earring. Like not even that it's some sort of cattle tag or anything like that, but it was definitely a piercing intentionally placed there. Well, here's my thought as he continues petting it. I say we go with half of my plan from earlier. We find some other animal to kill and blame as the creature, and we take this fella somewhere that hopefully they'll be able to make heads or tails of it. I would very much like to speak with Miss Saray again if we can somehow isolate her from this situation. What kind of... I mean, I mean, what kind of animal has, or whatever this is, has an earring? I mean, it was obviously intentionally placed there. 
I say we take it to Ellendale. Let them figure it out. Get it away from this creepy pants over there. Well, we take it to Ellendale. It'll be studied and prodded and poked. I don't think it'll be in much of a better situation than under Miss Saray's careful watch. Clytus gives her a droll look. Do you really believe that? Because I don't. And Clytus is going to give her a sugar cube. I'm assuming that I'd have that in my cowboy craftsman tools. Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, you notice that its he- uh, teeth are more human than inhuman. It seems to be one of the few things that wasn't drastically transformed, like the claws or um, the rest of its body, like the ears getting misshapen and the nose. Um, the And the teeth uh, definitely do seem to match the same patterning that you saw earlier on the cow. Hey, Clytus, is the uh, other ear pierced by chance? Is the other ear pierced? Uh, it appears as though that chunk of ear where the piercing would be is missing. Ah. A curious creature indeed. Well, my proposed plan is already out there. What is uh, the rest of y'all's thoughts? Well, this is obviously too intriguing to... Yeah, this is... I have an idea. What do you think? Do you boys think that you might be able to distract the mayor and his posse while I manage to have a word with Miss Saray? Because yep. I do think she knows more than she's letting on. Capable of? Yes. Care to? No. Let's get this job done. I don't really want to kill the feller, but uh, I don't really want to put any more effort into this than needs to be. And how exactly do you propose that we manage to tote this thing all the way to Ellendale without raising any questions? Lots of blankets. <laughs> all right, I think that uh, is a good place for us to call the episode for the week. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. We will be back in two weeks to maybe finish out the storyline, maybe another two episodes. I'm not quite sure. But in the meantime, I hope you've enjoyed, and uh, make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Bye. 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 Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Hello, and welcome to Lost Legends of Scadrille. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor Allen.